it's a trap. <laughs> no, it's another episode of the Wanna Be Jedi podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta spice up the intros every I, once in a while. I know. Too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you couldn't guess, our character today is Admiral Akbar, and we we had to start off with one of the best lines in all of Star Wars. Yes. And it's just amazing. I was watching a video behind Admiral Akbar and, and his big appearance in episode six. Revenge of the Jedi, no, I'm kidding. Return of the Jedi. And just the electronics and, and what the puppeteers did to make that character come alive was amazing. And just, it was ahead of its time, as they say. Well, I wouldn't say ahead of its time, but, you know, that's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, all of Star Wars uh, it is so ahead of its time and, and groundbreaking. You, you think back to... Uh, what was just recently released in, in the last like two years, which is the Mandalorian and, and how groundbreaking all the technology that's used in the Mandalorian really is. I mean, they have literally one stage and they can make the shot look so realistic and in person. It, it's crazy. Yeah. And they're they're making a real lightsaber. Disney's making a real lightsaber. Did you hear that, Matt? I, I did hear that. I, I'll see it when I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just was trying to... To imply that they were they were doing great things, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with lightsabers, definitely, definitely. So, Josh, I want to start out today by asking you because we do we do see the iconic "It's a trap" line. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite line in Star Wars? I don't know if I, I have a feeling I know what it is, but you haven't ever explicitly said it, so I, hmm. I'm curious. Hmm. It's probably now something that's in episode three, just because of the memes, you know, for the memes. Uh, I don't know. Another happy no. Another happy ending. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's. It's a good one. You don't think that's the one? It, no. it is a good one. There is so many. So so you define the like your favorite mm-hmm. line as meme worthy. Yeah, I, I take it. Yeah, I mean any. Any of Obi Wan's or Anakin's lines in, in Episode Three is definitely uh, they're pretty good. I'm trying to think of something with Mace Windu too. That's really good. But there's just so many out uh, there that like draw me. I, I think I have two different categories. Yeah, yeah. What's Maybe yours? three. I think I have like a breakdown of favorite line by like category so if if we talk about the one that gives me like the most chills like oh this is fantastic it is han's yeehaw that happens Mm. in four Mm -hmm. because then it's saved and now they're just gonna go and take the the shot and then they win the day i that still gives me chills today yeah if if we're going for memes Mm -hmm. hello there i i really i hello there i so i'm gonna keep going with this but Mm -hmm. Hello there is the one that I use the most frequently, so that is my favorite line to use IRL. Mm-hmm. I actually I actually think It's a Trap is my favorite meme line. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. I think Hello There is my favorite meme line. I'm trying to think what... I think right after your scene, you know, when Obi-Wan speaks to Luke, he says, The Force will be with you. Always. That one always That's gives a me line. a little chills too. I can I can say that. So both my lines are technically from Obi Wan. So you can tell 
you know who and and is obi-wan <laughs> your favorite character uh <laughs> no it's, it's top not three probably it's for you. it's it's definitely luke and, and obi-wan are like pretty close because every time i played actually every time i played battlefront in like 2005 I would play as either Luke or Obi-Wan, just depending on the mood, but it would never be like anybody else. Ayla Secura. You, you wouldn't play... I was about to say, you wouldn't play Ayla? Well, Ayla... <laughs> the most OP person in the game? When I was young, no. I did not I did not realize that. But now, as, a, as an adult, and since we've been playing our, our Battlefront 2005 nights since sophomore year, yeah, Ayla is a, a go-to now, but... <laughs> Let it let it be known that Josh sticks to the meta in two thousand and five Battlefront. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Before we start, I just got to give a big shout out to Nate. I know we've had Nate on the show for a lot of episodes, and you know we're looking forward to him coming back one of these times. But you know what he did, Matt? Oh, I I saw the pictures. Why don't you tell everyone else? He ended up sending me the Lego Razor Crest. And it was very sweet, and I couldn't I couldn't thank him enough. And again, I'm thanking him on here, and it's just it's taking multiple days. I mean, I, I am I am busy, so I'm I'm kind of taking it slow. But the Lego Razor Crest is a huge set. Nothing like the you know anything above five hundred dollars, like the Star Destroyer or the Death Star. But for the Razor Crest being a Lego. It's huge. I just got to say that. So thank you again, Nate. It's awesome building it. And thank you, thank you. <laughs> Where's mine? Well, you didn't get that Luke Skywalker was right. when when uh... I didn't. <laughs> Nate, let me know if you want to place bets on upcoming Bad Batch episodes. Maybe, I'll, maybe I can get a Lego. Uh, I request a Lego Star Destroyer. Um, Oof. instead Oof. so so let me know if we can play some bets on that i'll i'll be down for that yeah getting into actual admiral akbar content now the very first thing i have is i didn't know admiral akbar's name until researching for this episode and it is guile mm-hmm. g-i-a-l mm-hmm. guile right yeah I, i'm gonna go with guile i mean i'm sure i could like listen to it and, and figure it out but that's what i'm going with man i'm uh, not even gonna co- correct you because we're playing matt says star wars names <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> matt butcher star wars names i think that's that's we'll make it. this an official jingle at uh at some point when you know when we upgrade our uh upgrade our editor here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't have time right let now. it be known that josh let it be known that josh is our editor so we can't really do much better than that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> admiral akbar was born on Moncala, which we actually do see on the tv screen with the clone wars and we do see admiral akbar before he's admiral in the water worlds war yeah isn't he commander he is captain. Captain. And that was one of them. So so for context, the the world of Moncala became a battleground between the CIS and the Republic, between the two dominating species on Moncala, which is the Moncalamari. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, the Moncalamari and the Corrin. And... Yeah. What's his, uh, the guy, the shark guy. What's the shark guy? Tamson. Tamson, yeah. Tamson is the, the one. The jerk. Yeah. The he... jerk face. 
who, who ends up killing the uh, prince's father, the king of Moncala. And yeah. that's what stirs up the commotion. Yeah. If you didn't know, uh, that's one of my that's one of my go-to arcs. I do enjoy the arc. But it has Jar Jar in it. I thought you it has all Jar, the Jar Jar. Jars. I I hate that I skipped the Jar Jar part where when all of the um when all the Gungans come to rescue them. As soon as they said, "Well, what what army can breathe underwater?" I was like, "Oh my gosh, here we go. We're about to get Gungans." And then immediately we get hit with the Jar Jar episode. <laughs> That's fair. But I do like the aspect of the water world fight. It's not something we've really seen in Star Wars to begin with, where you have, you know, soldiers designed for amphibious warfare, underwater warfare. And so it created a cool dynamic within, and just a new environment within the Star Wars universe. Um, so I, I personally really enjoyed yeah. the world building. I like it. And I'm glad we got to see an expansion of the universe yeah. with the Moncala. And and I mean, I, even in Mandalorian, we do get to see the another planet that is more aquatic, and that they it's more habitable for the Moncala and the Corrin and, and other species or species. Yeah. So so how this relates to uh, Captain Akbar at the time was that he was one of the leaders within the uh, Mon Calamari army, and so the prince of the uh, Mon Calamari was getting help from Admiral Akbar on battle tactics just because he the prince wasn't fully experienced and ready to take on his role so Admiral Akbar kind of stepped up and and was a mentor for him really kind of reminds me of Aquaman Admiral Admiral Akbar I say that well no I mean it's it, the movie so that that arc in Clone Wars with when they're on Moncala reminds me of the movie Aquaman the recent one <laughs> interesting it's funny my, my brain i don't i i don't know if i agree with that but Matt, we'll, we, wait didn't we see didn't we see aquaman together we did see that together and i think i i think i audibly laughed during the film yeah a few times it wasn't it wasn't the best it wasn't like it didn't make me like cringe mm-hmm. but it just wasn't one of my uh one of my go-tos hey at least we got to see another movie together yeah well we'll have to I think we're getting to the point where we're due for more Star Wars content. We have the Bad Batch series releasing soon, so maybe we can do a uh, a watch party together, wake up early in the morning, and, and watch the episode. That would be awesome. Remotely still at this point, but, but closer mm-hmm. to it. Closer. So that was during the Clone Wars for Admiral Akbar. When we actually look at the Empire era, it seemed like... Basically, Mon Cala didn't feel the same pressure of the Empire until basically a, a year after the Empire takeover when Tarkin, being the Tarkin guy that he was, wanted to park his cruiser over Mon Cala, so in Mon Cala space. Mm-hmm. And then there were certain negotiations. Basically, Lee Char and Tarkin disagreed, and then there was some battling big shock basically the the main reason the main reason why tarkin and vader were there investigating was because lee char was hiding a padawan mm. on Moncala. however 
being that it was completely underwater, the Empire had struggled to capture and take over most of the planet. But eventually, just because of just how much troopers and resources the Empire had, they did eventually succumbed to empire pressure where admiral akbar was eventually enslaved by the empire before being rescued by the rebellions yeah and a lot of the mancala did join the rebellion the rebels even like admiral radis the one from rogue one he was the the one over scarif the the yep leader over scarif telling everybody to do you know blue squadron and everything and and he died admirably so there is something worth noting here mm-hmm. you did bring up radis mm-hmm. so there is something with the the resistance they named the flagship that the radis in episode eight yeah they named it the radis after after radis yeah um which was the one where admiral akmar akbar eventually met his demise mm-hmm. which we'll we'll get to in a little bit so there is a nice little tribute for Radis in, and probably by Admiral Akbar because I believe the does don't the commanders name their ships? So I think so, maybe. Typically, yeah. Captains, the commanders typically name their ships. So that I think Admiral Akbar paid a little homage to his fallen Moncala, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's probably proper to to note that. Admiral Akbar's ship was named the Home One. Yes. And we see that ship in episode six and him with the, the little bubble looking down and and looking at the fighters and, and the Battle of Endor. And it's uh, pretty cool. I, I think, you know, seeing episode six for, as a kid, it's was different to see, you know, a, a different kind of puppeteer of a different alien in, or a squid you know as a kid you think it's a squid so <laughs> yeah i think it was a... yeah that's true <laughs> i wanted i i did need to do some research here with home one mm-hmm. because i was curious basically what happened to home one and, and what kind of resulted in, in why all of a sudden he was on the radis and i couldn't really find anything on the matter i don't know if that's something that you kind of uh had researched or anything like that no not i haven't found anything about he's part of the resistance later on and you know he met his doom and i mean we i'll I'll get to that but he met his doom in the sequel era yeah a couple of things to note in between so we do see him in the sequel era Mm -hmm. but he actually ended up taking some time off Mm-hmm. between after the Battle of Jakku when the Empire fully fell and when we see him join up on the uh, the Resistance. And after that defeat, he went back to Mon Cala and had a kid. Mm, okay. And I, I never heard of this in, until now, so I did a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. The kid's name is Aftab. Mm. Have to have Akbar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of rhymes. Mm-hmm. He only saw his father once after his spawning, so Akbar abandoned him, Oof. which makes me sad. Oof. Well, Ad- 
Admiral Akbar was like such this like nice guy. I mean, like he named Radis like the the ship after the Radis, and that he can't take care of his son. Super upset about it. Yeah. Well, I know that Admiral Akbar did pop up in Battlefront Two, the story, actually at the beginning, when Iden's trying to escape the rebellion, and he talks about the Battle of Sullust or, or the rebellion go to Sullust to to liberate from the Empire there. And Aiden says, they don't think we know about Sullust or, or anything. Or I think it was Sullust. So, yeah, it was uh, uh-huh. that was another little cameo from Akbar. Yeah. So after Admiral Akbar like, kind of met his demise, mm-hmm. obviously we know that the entire basically galaxy travels to Exegol to fight the Sith Eternal Forces. Aftab is there as a Y-Wing pilot. Hmm. I guess he after the fight he was on that jungle moon, Ajan Kloss, which A- is like the A- one of the last scenes. Yeah, Adrian. Ajan, Ajan, Adrian Kloss, Ajan, Adrian Kloss. I think it's it's Ajan. It's I think that in Battlefront they pronounce it Adrian Kloss, Kloss, Kloss. It's spelled A J A N K L O S S. So it's. Agent, then then it's Agent Kloss. Agent Kloss. Agent Kloss. I don't know. I just hear it. I have no idea. Battlefront. But, so, he is seen celebrating on there. I I can't find it, so I don't know if it made the final cut. Yeah. Well, Matt, I got a question for you. So, you love The Last Jedi. And The Jedi, The Last Jedi holds a, a piece in my heart. But the question is, do... You think that instead of Admiral Holdo as a character, do you think that Admiral Akbar should have taken her place instead of dying from Kylo Ren? Or sorry, not Ky- Kylo didn't shoot the the missiles. It was actually his 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 backup uh, in the the backup Tie Fighters, and who ended up I... blowing up the. So do you think that Akbar? You know, Akbar blew up with the with the bridge. Do you think he should have? had a more prominent role and to sacrifice himself and do that that hyperspeed scene i truly hated that scene for for a lot of different reasons that is, that is my one gripe with the movie is that scene only because i understand that admiral akbar's on-screen time is so minimal he's such a background character but he's near and dear to a lot of star wars fans hearts so to have him die the way he did and not get a send-off that i think we all felt he might have deserved um so so that's my main reason for disliking the scene is solely because i think that if he was you know if, if it was written that he was gonna die i wish that there was more pop and circum pomp and circumstance to it you know yeah regarding holdo taking over i that's fine with me i don't really have an issue with that i actually didn't know i the the thing about admiral akbar being in the film in the first place was it felt like it was just a a quick call out for fan service like we didn't actually see him play a role yeah so it it was like a weird fan service thing and then an off-screen death in it Mm -hmm. so it, it feels like maybe we were supposed to in either seven or other parts of eight 
that were cut we were supposed to have more of a admiral akbar scenes that just didn't make it yeah it, it just felt a little awkward it did i agree with you i mean i'm not that close to admiral akbar i mean i don't have much passion for the character but i mean it's a good cameo again his line is what makes him very famous you know <laughs> it's a trap yeah so and and it's more it's from Star Wars that he's a famous character, but different, like, comedical takes on him is better than, you know, you know, like, Robot Chicken. I just, that comes to mind. Admiral <laughs> Akbar cereal. Like, everybody knows. At least most of our friends know how to quote that. So, I mean, he's a very serious person in the Star Wars universe, but out, off screen, he's, of course, more comedic. Yeah. 100%. And, like... It's a trap has become like a, a internet meme, mm-hmm. you know? It, it's found on so many different websites. And even in The Last Jedi, on after completing his scenes, mm-hmm. the, the voice actor for Admiral Akbar was Eric Browersfeld. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm pretty sure when they finished filming, he said, it's a wrap. Like he he went all like it's the the memes behind yeah the memes behind Akbar is just incredible mm-hmm. and even they they call it out with a if you remember in Lego Star Wars holiday special Akbar gives Lando a present and Calrissian or and Akbar exclaims it's a wrap so they use that line it, for those of you that don't know um, Eric Browersfeld did pass away he was the voice of admiral akbar and bib fortuna that's also i think a reasoning behind it is that he did pass away in real life before the last jedi and so i think that they wanted to give him proper an off yeah well an off-screen death that they didn't want to necessarily voice a different actor Mm -hmm. for but i wish that there was a little bit more pomp and circumstance to his his passing yeah that's true. Not just show it blow up and just saying, oh yeah, Admiral Akbar was in the, the blast. And, and it was Admiral Akbar and the rest of the bridge was lost. Yes. So it wasn't like it was like this. There wasn't this. And there was also not this time to mourn. There wasn't um, a time for like a ceremony that we would see in some of the other characters. And not saying that there needed to be a, a, a like a big ceremony or something. I just wanted I just wanted a little bit more. That's all. I agree. I think that was interesting that they didn't, you know, have a little bit more for him as well as, I mean, they had that whole flying scene with Carrie Fisher and it was, it's mixed feelings. It sounded like, yeah, it sounds like that realistically there was supposed to be more for Admiral Akbar in seven from everything that I've gathered that there is a lot more lines and Admiral Akbar's involvement in the resistance was more prominent in seven and then his passing. So he couldn't record eight. So then they gave him an off screen death in eight. Yeah. I think that they had a lot more planned for seven in total because I mean, in, in the Lego star Wars version, like they gave Lego everything and every character. And then that's how you get every character and it plays every, every character, even though you don't see it in the actual the Force Awakens, but you these people on Jakku that you've never heard of are there, 
and yeah, they had some kind of different whole storyboard, and, and it didn't seem like they had some focus, but you know, it is what it is, and, and The Force Awakens is a pretty good movie, in my opinion, so. so. Yeah, I agree. It makes me wonder, though, how much was left out of Force Awakens, like how much was cut? Yeah, but, but I mean, a lot, a lot. There's just I I want to see that like I don't even care that it's cut that doesn't bother me I I like seven the way it is mm-hmm. but I want to know what that footage was what those scenes were supposed to be I I would love every single I I like I like behind the scenes of raw footage mm-hmm. stuff so I would love to see what some cut deleted scenes were I mean um, I would recommend watching the the original behind the scenes with even Admiral Akbar as I stated at the beginning of this episode. It's really cool what the puppeteers had to do to for full screen, full like full body shots and how the puppeteer had to wear his 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 white jumpsuit and his big head and then how if they did a close up scene they he would have to wear like Admiral Akbar's head while holding like the uh pneumatic pumps or, or they might have been pneumatic they might have been uh fluid power but they uh it was just it's interesting and padawans i would give it give it a watch if you have time yeah definitely definitely do i i recommend there's so many good behind the scenes of star wars documentaries out there um that you can kind of see some extra tidbits like um empire of dreams i've watched that documentary on the filming of the the original trilogy at least five times um, it's, most it's really interesting to see you get to you get to see how groundbreaking star wars really was and, and it gives you a deeper appreciation for the films i think mm-hmm. yeah i mean um, i've only seen a handful i've only seen a handful and it's amazing what they did and again as we said, it's it was ahead of its time and still is. <laughs> yeah, Josh, I'm gonna give you. I'll give you some homework out there to to go watch as many Star Wars documentaries this week. Screw screw building the uh, the Razor Crest. Uh, um, but I promised Nate it can wait, right? No, but I promised Nate. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, you can watch a documentary while building the Razor Crest. But so, we're watching so Rebels. I, I challenge you. Okay. <laughs> Well, Rebels first, then the documentary. Fine. You're not getting out of this documentary fine, now. Fine, tell Robin, and she'll she'll be like, okay, we're watching. I don't I don't have to. She's going to hear this episode. That's true, and and she'll That's know. That's true. <laughs> well, I think that about covers everything that we wanted to on Admiral Akbar. For all you Padawans out there, we've got a we've got a really really nice fun character for this upcoming episode. It is Finn. We, we're, we're sticking with the, I guess, kind of with the, the resistance, and we're going to be talking about uh, Finn and all of basically everything that surrounds him. We're going to dive into his actual character. We're going to dive into some of the out of the, um, not, not on, the, on the screen drama that, uh, mm-hmm. that took place, and it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good episode, so make sure to buckle up for it. Yeah, and to see, we're going to talk about what his character could have been and how John Boyega feels about his portrayal of Finn. And yeah, like Matt said, all the, the gossip and, and the the pure passion, I'll say, the pure passion behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, until then, make sure to go follow us on our social media 
at Wannabe Jedi Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, at Wannabe Jedi Cast on Twitter. And then also take a look at our website where we have links to our Patreon as well as our uh, merch store. So go go check that, those things out as well. And then drop a rating and review if you haven't already. We have a lot of fun doing this. And the more ratings and reviews, the more that we can bring people into this community, which would be fun. Yeah, I'm excited to grow the community and, our, and the Padawan fan base and uh, talk about Finn next week and all of its surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, make sure to stay safe and take care, everyone. May the force be with you all. And the crowd!